This is Shaquille O'Neal. Do you ever scream at your printer, call it naughty names, or hurl empty ink cartridges across the room? You likely suffer from cartridge conniptions caused by ink cartridges constantly running out of ink. Thankfully, the Epson EcoTank printer is the perfect cure. It's cartridge-free, conniption-free, prescription-free, with big ink tanks and a ridiculous amount of ink. So you can finally kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. The Epson EcoTank, just fill and chill. Available at Epson.com. I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain to me. I'm no, not you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an illegal no. thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor, a teacher, a clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who we have tonight? Uh, I, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Now you first. Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Some of the predators I've caught stand out because of what they did for a living the vile nature of their online chat, the grooming, the phone call they made to a child whom they intended to rape. Some stick out because of the way they entered the house, the sting house, how brazen they were. Some because of what they brought to the house. But there's one predator I've caught who stands out for each and every one of those reasons. And you may not even remember him. He's not one of the predators I've caught who is the topic of great internet curiosity. But his name is Richard Burnham. He was a retired firefighter, a captain in central Connecticut, 42 years old. And at the time of his arrest, at the time he surfaced in our investigation on the Jersey Shore in Manilokan, New Jersey, beautiful beachfront home we had there, 
he was a freelance photographer who worked for some newspapers, actually, in central Connecticut. Lived in Enfield, Connecticut. He had been a firefighter, a captain at the Enfield Hazardville Fire Department. I've got pictures of him in his uniform. The investigation we did in Manilouka, New Jersey Shore, netted 28 men over the course of three days. As I mentioned, the house was big, beautiful on the beach. And it was owned by a family who shared it among themselves. We rented it for the sting. And this is where we met Casey Morrow, the on-site decoy. You may recall that when we were signing the agreement for the house, my producer Lynn Keller asked Casey's father if he knew of somebody who was 18, 19, 20 years old who looked much younger. He said, my daughter, she's studying dance theater. And she was great. She was really convincing. And it was really here in New Jersey. And we had many, many other very good, talented on-site decoys. Because as you know, the actual online decoy work was in this phase of our investigations done by Perverted Justice, the online watchdog group. But it became very interesting and informative to see these predators engage with someone they thought was 13, 14 years old, boy or girl, with whom they were going to have sex. And Casey Morrow was great at it. And she worked with us in a subsequent investigation, and she's been a guest on this podcast. So Richard Burnham, a.k.a. Rick, is online. His chat went on for 20 days, and it was diabolical the way he set this up. The grooming, the effort that he put into this. Initially, he reaches out to a 14-year-old girl with the screen name Yukon Blue and White. That's the University of Connecticut. Blue and white are the school colors. And he claimed he was 21 years old and a college student. And so he chats for a period of time. And I'll get into some of the specifics of the chat in just a minute here. And then he introduces the idea to this girl that he's got a friend whose screen name is Steve Takes Picks. And Steve is 35, according to this chat. And Steve's a really cool guy. Now, there's been chat about sex, about the girl being a virgin, about the 21-year-old taking the virginity of this girl. And then this whole notion of Steve being involved comes into play. He's a really good guy. He'll take good care of It's really creepy, sick, vile. And then at some point, Yukon Blue and White, who is Richard Burnham, says he can't make it. He's not feeling well. He's sick. And that it's okay if Steve takes picks, also Richard Burnham, 
takes the girl's virginity, and since she's so hot, Yukon Blue and White would still see her, have sex with her later. What a pal. Let's take a look at some of the chat. And again, this chat, start to finish, literally goes on for some 20 days between Burnham and a perverted justice decoy posing as a 14-year-old girl. Starts out in MySpace at the time. A chat there goes into AOL Instant Messenger. And then there's the cell phone conversation. We'll take a listen to that shortly. Yukon Blue and White. Hi, sweetie. Hey, you're a hottie. LOL, thank you. You're welcome. What are you up to? Nothing. Can't sleep. You? Me neither. What part of New Jersey are you in? Not sure if I should say yet. Okay, I'm in Connecticut, he says. What are you doing hanging out in a Pennsylvania room? That's a Pennsylvania chat room. Now, remember, in the Jersey Shore, during that investigation, we drew predators from Pennsylvania, New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey. It's a tri-state area. Actually, four county Pennsylvania. Just surfing through, I'm bored. Yeah, me too, says the girl. What grade you in? Eighth. I'm 14, you? 21, he says. Okay. What do you do for fun? Mostly hang out, she says. Party at all sometimes. You get drunk? Hello, kind of a little. Minutes into the conversation, are you still a virgin? Yeah, ever been close to losing it? Said her boyfriend was talking about it. How old was he? 16. Do you want to lose it? I lost it when I was your age. He says, yeah? Yep. I lost it to an older girl. Now, this is part of the grooming process. And remember, this is someone online, Yukon Blue and White, claiming to be 21, who's actually a 42-year-old. You glad, she asks? Oh, yeah. She taught me good, LOL. LOL, she says. How old a guy would you lose it with? I don't know. I don't think it matters how old, as long as he knows how, LOL. And he's nice. You're right. I know how, and I'm nice, LOL. Yep. How bad on a 1 to 10 scale do you want to lose it? Is he just making this up as he goes along? Is this the first time he's groomed a child online? I I have a hard time believing that. Now, he's going to claim that he's never done this before when I confront him. And you'll hear that. But I just can't believe that this guy, for the first time, gets on and is this sophisticated in his plan to groom and rape a child. It defies logic to me. Common sense that somebody just hops online and thinks of a plan Deposes a 21-year-old to introduce a girl to someone who's allegedly 35 to set up a sexual liaison. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. This episode of Predators I've Caught is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at BetterHelp.com. Even though the pandemic and the stresses related to it... uh, are starting to pass in most parts of the country. Stress is still a part of our everyday life. 
And one of the options you have, and it's a good one, and I've talked to many people who've used this option, is online therapy. BetterHelp.com has therapists who are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. It makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, accessible anywhere, and 100% online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Hanson, H-A-N-S-E-N. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Hanson. I don't know. It depends on the guy, I guess, she says. Have any of your friends done it with older guys? Don't think so. Would you do it without a condom? Uh, um, I don't know, she says. I like it way better without. I don't know. Don't think about that part a lot. You think about doing it a lot, he says. So this goes on and back and forth and what he would do to her. There's talk of oral sex. He says, you ever been eaten out? No, LOL. I'd eat you out and fuck you, he says. And then... Little ways down the road, he starts introducing the idea of involving his friend Steve Takes Picks. And this comes after Yukon Blue and White asking her if she wants to lose her virginity in her dad's bed. She lives with her dad. Or her bed. How big is the bed? It's a full, I think it's called, she says. So he set up this whole notion of sex with a 14-year-old girl under his 21-year-old alias. And now he's introduced Steve Takes Fix, who's 35. Yukon Blue and White, you want to talk to him for a bit? I'll leave you alone. Up to you. Here comes Steve Takes Fix. Same guy. You're pretty. Wow, thank you. You're welcome. I hear you want to lose your virginity. Now, I guess he spent some time putting this plot together. She says, been wondering about it. Yeah, wondering about doing it. Yeah, that's cool. Your friend is nice, she says. Yeah, he is. He's a good guy. Yeah. You scared to get laid at all? Not really. I guess hurt it hurts first. Yeah, you have to get your cherry popped. <sighs> what do you look like, she asks. I'm 5'8", brown hair, eyes and glasses. Sound nice. Thank you. You really 35? I'm 37. Did Rick say I was 35? Um, I thought. Not a lot of difference. He might have. He don't know. I don't think he probably guessed. See, he screwed up his story. How old are you? He asks, I'm 14, as if he doesn't already know. Let's talk about the ex-boyfriend. So you did everything but sex. Um, don't think so, LOL. LOL, you suck him? Yeah. You like to suck? It was cool. Made him happy. Fucking is cool, too, and it makes me happy. Yeah? 
He's talking to a 14-year-old girl. Has a guy ever tried to put it in you? No. He was talking about it, meeting the ex-boyfriend. You're going to use a condom when a guy does? Um, heard it's better, but Rick said not. It's better with no condom, he says. What a sport. But it's up to you. It's your first time. You afraid to do it without one? He said there are other ways not to have a baby. Yeah, there is, but it should be your choice. Why is it better? It feels better without one for the guy. I think most girls say the same. If I did it with you and we didn't use a condom, I'm going to come in you. I don't pull out. He's staking his territory. So if we did it, you'd have to decide on a condom or no condom. Okay. What about like catching something? I'm clean, he maintains. Okay, you seem cool. Thanks, you too. Don't seem like a killer or something, LOL. You don't tell people. Uh, no, I'm 37. You're 14. I'm not telling. Okay, LOL. Who are you going to tell? If I wanted people to know, I'd probably do it with a guy at school, LOL. I'm not telling, she says. Not even your friends? No. Does everyone at school know you give BJs? No. He was 16 at a different school. Okay, and if your friends had sex yet, yeah. How old are they? Like 14, 15? How old were the guys? Different ages? I don't know. At school, mostly. There's talk about the dad. How she might have to hang up if he finds out she's chatting online. Then Yukon Blue and White comes back on, trying to close the deal. You want me to ask him if he wants to pop it, LOL? Then it's Steve again. What do you do for fun? Mostly same old stuff, hang out with friends, in beach, and whatever. Nice, what beach? Uh, down on the shore. Yukon Blue and White is back again, saying, I think he might be better your first time. More experience doesn't mean I still don't want to get with you, though, because I will if you lose it to him because you're a hottie. Then Yukon Blue and White, Rick, backs out of the deal. Now it's just Steve for the most part. This is after talk of a threesome, thinking that that's a great way for a 14-year-old to experience sex for the first time. There's a discussion about when the father is going to be out of town. Steve takes pics. Do I look like the guy you want to lose your virginity to? Doesn't look like you'd hurt anybody, she says. Oh, no, I wouldn't. What else you want to know, he asks. Kind of feel better, thank you. You're welcome. Why you didn't before? I did, just wondered what you looked like. Okay, he says. I hope I'm okay. I always wonder if I am. Yeah, you look sweet. Thank you. Let's talk about drinking. If she's ever been drunk. Then back to taking her virginity. You know, it will hurt some your first time, right? Kind of heard that, she says. I'll eat you out to get in easier. Once it goes in with no condom, it stays in, okay? You really want it, no condom? If it's better, she says. I think it is, and everyone else I know says it is. Okay, she says. How bad you want me to do it with you, baby? It sounds cool, she says. Is it going to be just you and me? Yes. I just want to make sure you really want to do it. I guess he doesn't want to drive the two to three hours from Connecticut and 
get stood up or have a 14-year-old girl get cold feet. How many times you want to do it? I don't know. You're the one who knows how. How many do people? Most people once, some people twice, and others do it three times or more. But we'll have lots of times. We might have to be able to do it five or six times. Wow, she says. You think you'd like that? Well, I guess. LOL. I'll give you an orgasm or two, and by then, you're really going to want it in you. Wow, LOL. Would you want it in you now? Guess if you were, LOL. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. There are many different kinds of internet predators. And if you're an honest person using the internet for legitimate reasons, you can still be targeted even if you use incognito mode because that doesn't hide your activity. It doesn't protect you. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear out your browsing history, your internet service provider can still use every single website you've ever visited for a lot of different things. And it's not like you're hiding something, it's just you need to protect yourself. And that's why even when I'm at home, I don't go online without using ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. It's helpful for me in investigative reporting. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices phones, computers, even your smart TV, so there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Hanson, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Hanson, H-A-N-S-E-N, expressvpn.com slash Hanson. He asks about masturbation. She says, I didn't want my first time myself. I can't wait to see you naked in bed, he says. Oh, that's sweet. Will you suck me? I kind of know that some. I'd like that, he says. When was the last time you gave a BJ? A couple months. Well, few actually. You miss doing BJs? It was cool. Felt good to make him feel good. Was it hot having the dick in your mouth? Yeah. It was cool. I want mine in your mouth, he says. And then there's talk about condom and no condom again and him saying, well, you could get pregnant. There's a chance of it. And he gets into this more in the telephone conversation before he shows up. The telephone conversation is truly, truly disturbing because aside from the graphic nature of the chat, the conversation, the phone conversation... He's talking to the girl, or who he thinks is a 14-year-old girl, like a father. He's talking down to her, trying to assure her that it's okay. Burnham, by the way, at this point is divorced and a father of two. So presumably, he's talked to children, his own children, on many occasions. And as a firefighter, 
you have to assume that he's dealt with kids, visiting the firehouse, saving kids, putting out fires. So he's used to dealing with children. And now he's going to use this skill as a father and a firefighter to groom this 14-year-old girl. Here's the phone conversation. I have to warn you, it's pretty disgusting. Hello? Hey, how are you? Good. What what you doing? Nothing, really. So, you took a bunch of pictures today, right? Yep. Did you have fun? Yeah, it was pretty good. Did you have a good day? Yeah. Yeah, did you miss me? Yeah. I was waiting for you, like, all day. Yeah? Yeah. You got a little southern accent to you, don't you? Yeah. A little southern accent, don't you? He's going to ask about this like he's interested in it. I didn't realize that. That's hot. Why? Sweet. It sounds cool. Oh, I thought you didn't like it. (laughs) No, I do. I didn't realize you had one. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Where were you living before? How did you get the accent? North Carolina. That's right. That's where your mom is now, right? Uh Uh-huh. Now he's going to try to ingratiate himself by remembering family details where the mom lives. How long were you there? Uh, I think I was like until I was 12, like a long time. Yeah. And then, so know, why did why did your dad come to New Jersey? Oh, he got transferred for his job. Oh, okay. I've only been here like a year or something, so I still kind of sound like where I was from, you know, don't sound like a Jersey girl. Yeah, no, you don't sound like a Jersey girl. That's hot. That's hot, he says. Now, this is unmistakably a young girl. She said so in the chat to both of Burnham's online identities. And it's clear in the phone conversation that this is a young girl. So you think you like me? Yeah, do you like me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Is Dad all asleep? I think so. I mean, yeah. he was, but I don't know right now. Yeah. I should probably right. go to in case he wakes up. Well, stay on the phone for a while. Stay on the phone for a while? Is Dad all asleep? He's talking to this person like a child. The grooming. So disturbing. I just don't want to get, like, in trouble. I know. Well, we can talk for a few. Yeah. Yeah? You ready to lose your virginity to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? How bad you want uh-huh. it? <laughs> yeah? How bad you want to do it? I guess pretty bad. So once he makes sure that dad is all asleep, he gets into the sex talk. How bad do you want it to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sure you want to do it with me? Yeah, why not? I'm just making sure. Oh, okay. Do you still want to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. You can give me a PJ. Yeah, if you want one. 
and Lord. You gonna give me a PJ? He's just making sure. I'd like to see you do it. <laughs> you want me to eat you out? Would you really? Yes. Yeah, then. You want it bad? <laughs> yeah. Now, do you think there's any possibility whatsoever that this is the first time he's talked to a child online and tried to groom her into a sexual liaison? I don't think that's possible based upon the way he talks, his confidence, and this plan of his. Now, he does not have a criminal record at this point. Right. There's nothing that indicates that he has done this before, but I just I I can't get my arms around even the remote possibility that this was his first time. You're not afraid, huh? Not really. That's cool. Yeah, he's the one that ought to be afraid, but he hasn't even figured this out yet. He is so focused on fulfilling his fantasy of having sex with a 14 year old girl that there is absolutely no indication that he thinks this this could be a police sting or a Chris Hansen investigation. He's only concerned about the father finding out and fulfilling that fantasy. I guess like a little bit nervous, but not like freaked out or anything. Yeah. So you want me inside you? Uh-huh. That's how it's done, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Yes, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. You okay with me coming in? If I won't get, like, pregnant or something. Well, I mean, it's always a possibility, but you shouldn't. This is just so over the top. She's asking a grown man if it's possible that she could get pregnant because he would come inside of her. And he seems to think that as long as he admits that's a possibility, that he's okay, that this is somehow acceptable. It's twisted. And listen to what he says next. Okay. Told you that, told you that before, you, you might. But I shouldn't though, right? You shouldn't. I mean, probably 85 or 90% chance you won't. Wait a minute. Like he's a scientist, a physician, an OBGYN, 85 to 90% chance you won't get pregnant? She's 14. And he thinks by being candid, this somehow excuses what he's saying. It does not. How bad you want me to come in you? <laughs> Oh, crap. I think you woke up. I'm going to meet you back online, okay? Okay. Uh, bye. Bye. So she finally ends that conversation. And after 20 days or so of chatting, conversing, Richard Burnham gets in his car, drives all the way from central Connecticut to the Jersey Shore, parks outside of our sting house and walks right in the door. He doesn't even knock. 
come straight in. Casey greets him towards the door, then quickly walks back behind a bar we had set up. Countertop. Hey, I made some brownies. Have a seat. Casey offers him some brownies. So do you want some brownies? No, I'm all set. No? He said, no, I'm all set. He wants to get right in to the sex part of this. He does not have a seat at the stool. He leans into her to get as close as possible on the bar. Now, Casey knows and has been briefed that she's surrounded by security. Our security, Ron Knight and the others on our team. And the police are right outside. But she also knows that if he gets too close, which he was about to do, that she should excuse herself. And she does that. He just passed right by the seat, kept going. So I just said, see you later and got out of there real fast. Casey goes into the next room, literally with Burnham a step behind her. When I look at the video, it brings it all back to me. Because literally, it was like a choreographed dance. Casey passes me. I step forward and come face to face, almost nose to nose with Richard Burnham. And he doesn't even seem that shocked. I mean, he had to be stunned because I don't think he saw this coming. And I direct him back to have a seat at the bar. How you doing? Hi. What's your seat right on this floor? Now, I notice immediately that he's got a tube of something in his back pocket. It's sticking out. And I think I know what it is. I think it's lubricant for sex. And so I ask him what he's got in his back pocket. He says, well, it's just my phone. I said, no, in your other pocket. What you got in your back pocket there? My phone. No, in the other back pocket. That's it? What is that? It's um, KY. Lubricating John. Yep. What were you going to use that for? Was intending on being with her. I was intended on being with her. Now, he's nervous now. He's had to set this tube of sexual lubricant on the countertop. And he's admitting this 42-year-old man that he was going to get with her sexually. And then he admits he knew she was 14. There was no excuse about, well, it was a fantasy chat room and sometimes people say they're 14 when they're actually 34. There was none of that. He copped out to it right then and there. Then I ask him what he did for a living and he explains that he was a freelance photographer and confirms his role as a firefighter. And we get into his personal life, the fact that he's divorced, the father of two children. Here's his excuse for wanting to rape a 14-year-old girl. Why'd you do it then? Lonely. And I've got no money. So because you're short on cash, you decided to have a date with a 14-year-old girl. Doesn't make it right. When I ask him, if you've done this before, he he laughs nervously. Laughs. Like it's funny. Have you done this before? <laughs> no, this is a thing. Really? Because you seem pretty skilled at it. And then, when confronted with his elaborate plan, he tries to explain it away 
as just having a preference for younger women. You started this as Yukon Blue and White, <clears throat> posing as a 21-year-old college student. Why would you do that? I prefer younger women in the college to out of college age range. And I like talking to them. So now you change identities online, right? Yes. And then you pick up the conversation. I hear you want to lose your virginity. You really 35? I'm 37. Which is not true because you're actually 42. Right. So there are layers of lies here. Yeah. All intended, it would appear, to set up a sexual liaison with a 14-year-old girl. Right? Yes. And unlike so many other predators who say they were just coming over to check on the girl or make sure she was okay or warn her about the dangers of meeting a stranger online, he cops out, Richard Burnham does, and says it's pretty evident as to what was going to happen, which was he was going to have sex with a 14-year-old girl. This goes on for some 20 days, by the way. That's called grooming. What do you think would have happened had there been a 14-year-old girl here home alone? I think it's pretty evident. Pretty evident. He doesn't really freak out when I tell him who I really am up to this point. I guess he thinks I'm the dad or law enforcement. He's not keen, as you can imagine, about being on camera. All right. Well, Rick, um... I need to tell you that, that I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Uh-huh. And we're doing a story on adults who try to meet young teens online for some I don't want cameras. You can leave right now. Well, I'm going to be in trouble once I go. Yeah, it's not up to me. You should take your jelly. Okay. I tell him he can leave. He asks if he's going to be in trouble. I say that's not up to me. Although I know what's going to happen. And literally... He picks up the tube of sexual lubricant on the counter, puts it back in his back pocket, and walks out the door where law enforcement is waiting. Please get on the ground! Get on the ground! Do not exist. Get on the ground. Lay flat on the ground. Burnham was taken away to the local jail. He was charged with, among other things, solicitation of a minor. Ultimately, he reached a plea agreement, as many of the other predators I've caught in that investigation did. There were 28 altogether. And he pleaded guilty to attempted endangerment and welfare of a child. He received six months in jail, lifetime probation, in lifetime registration as a sex offender. Where is he now? Well, we've tracked him down to Florida, where he is on the sex offender registry, living in central Florida. He's 56 now, and I I did find his phone number, and I called him and left a voicemail. It was him, I could tell by the voice, and I confirmed it a few other ways as well. Richard Burnham has not gotten back to me. Looks like he's involved with sports memorabilia trade shows. I hope he gives me a call. 
And I hope he comes on this podcast to talk about what he did and what he's doing today. I will keep you posted. As you know, I like to hear from you. And this week's question comes from Kyle, all the way over in Sydney, Australia. Hi there, Chris. Uh, My name is Kyle, and I'm a listener from Sydney, Australia. I'm a longtime fan of the show, but I've only recently started listening to your podcasts these last few weeks. Um, I'm very much enjoying them, Um, hearing all your added commentary on the various predators and the backstories to the investigations makes going back to watch the reruns of the show a lot more impactful, and I think it adds a lot of well-needed context. My question relates to the Greenville, Ohio investigation and the so-called leak that occurred where word got out that Dateline was doing the investigation in the area and, you know, a lot of the guys who had set up the dates ended up getting spooked and backing out. My question is simply this, was it ever conclusively discovered how the leak actually occurred or do you yourself have any theories about how it could have happened? Do you think it could have been as simple as just a predator just happening to see you guys setting up at the house and spreading the word? Or perhaps maybe you have a more conspiratorial perspective where you think maybe there was like a a mole or a predator sympathizer among the MSNBC or Preventive Justice staff who uh, might have deliberately leaked the info to sabotage the investigation. Yeah, I just find that whole aspect of that particular investigation interesting given that all the other prior ones had been conducted relatively discreetly and without issue. And also, I guess as a follow-up to that question, were those men who made the dates but got spooked because of the leak, did they ultimately get prosecuted? Because I know you've said that in most states in America, the crime's already committed just by the online solicitation. So I was just curious about whether those guys ended up getting done as well. Thanks so much for listening to my question. I'm really looking forward to the premiere of True Blue. I'm hoping it's just as interesting and impactful as all your other work. And yeah, take it easy. Kyle, that's an excellent question. And thank you very much for all of the rest of your commentary. The Greenville, Ohio... Predator Investigation, Dark County Sheriff's Department, was one of the few and maybe the only where we really thought that word got out, at least right there in Greenville, small town, only about 5,000 people. And the reason we think that is because a number of guys, as you mentioned, Kyle, had set up dates to meet a child They were local and they didn't show up. So why was it? I don't think it was a conspiracy. I don't think anybody on our team ratted us out. And certainly nobody with the Dark County Sheriff's Department would do that. But, you know, we try to keep a low profile when we come into town. I stayed in a hotel away from the sting, usually under an alias, the team comes and goes discreetly but it's not a perfect system and you know you can get made and somebody can tip off somebody being a predator can get hinky and put the word out online that you know we're in town and that's happened before it happened in Long Beach California actually where somebody said be careful if you're in Long Beach Dateline to catch your predators there Now, guys still showed up, and guys still showed up in Greenville. Teacher, somebody who worked at the Air Force Base, a lot of dangerous men. But I don't think there was any larger conspiracy as far as True Blue, and I appreciate you asking about that. 
we premiere Thanksgiving Day. The new Predator investigations will be there. And I think you'll find them interesting, intriguing, and important. If you're looking for me, as I mentioned, True Blue, you can follow the progress of our new crime streaming network at watchtrueblue.com. That's T-R-U-B-L-U. You can find me on TikTok. It's rather new. Still getting used to it. Official Chris Hansen on Instagram, at Chris Hansen on Twitter. Cameo, should you want to check that out. And as always, you can reach me here at Chris at PredatorPodcast.com. I'll be watching and listening. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.